0: And now, story time with Mr. Black. Once there was a king who received a gift of two magnificent falcons. They were peregrine falcons, the most beautiful birds he had ever seen. He gave the precious birds to his head falconer to be trained. Months had passed, and one day the head falconer informed the king that though one of the falcons was flying majestically, soaring high in the sky, the other bird, had not moved from his branch since the day it had arrived. The king summoned healers, sorcerers from all over the land to tend to the falcon, but no one could make the bird fly. He presented the task to the member of his court, but the next day the king saw through the palace window that the bird had still not moved from its perch. Having done everything else, the king thought to himself, maybe I need to... Hire someone more familiar from the countryside to understand the nature of this problem. So he cried out to his court, go and get a farmer. In the morning, the king was thrilled to see the falcon soaring high above the palace gardens. He said to his court, bring me the doer of this miracle. The court quickly located the farmer who came and stood before the king. And the king asked him, how did you make the falcon fly? With his head bowed, the former said to the king, It was easy, your highness. I simply cut the branch where the bird was sitting. Ladies and gentlemen, we were all made to fly, to realize our incredible potential as human beings. But at times, we hold ourselves back. At times, we sit on our branches, clinging to the things that are familiar to us. The possibilities are endless, but for most of us, they remain undiscovered. We conform to the familiar, the comfortable, the mundane. So for the most part, our lives are mediocre, good enough, instead of exciting, thrilling, fulfilling. We must learn to destroy the branch of fear we cling to and free ourselves to the glory of flight that we're created for. See, ladies and gentlemen, we are more than mere animals. We sit above the animal kingdom, having dominion over all. And yet many of us act like animals. So let's focus on three specific animals. The buzzard, the bat, and the bee. Buzzards. If you were to take a buzzard and put it in a cage that is less than eight feet by 10 feet and leave the top open but have it fenced in, the buzzard will not be able to get out. Even though the bird can fly, it is used to running a few feet and flapping its wings and taking flight. So even though it can fly, and the top is wide open to allow it to fly, it does not believe it can get out. So it doesn't even make the effort a bat. If you take a bat and put it on a level ground, even though it can fly, it won't. It likes to be on an elevation and then throw itself to begin flight. So again, even though it can fly, and even though it's wide open to fly, even though it can get away, it won't because the conditions are not what it likes. A bee. If you take a bee and drop it into a tall glass, that bee will die in the glass. The bee, like so many of us, never looks up. So it doesn't know the top is open. It won't or possibly can't climb the glass. It will keep bumping into the walls of the glass and eventually it will die. Why? Because it does not look up to see it has the opportunity to fly away and to realize its potential to be able to fly. And this is the message for today. Are you waiting for the perfect conditions to start being who you're supposed to be? Sometimes, ladies and gentlemen, we got to be the MacGyvers of our life and just put it together with bailing wire, chewing gum, shoestring. Think about this. Are you used to having things one way, and because things are not exactly how you prefer them, that you're staying put instead of flying? Are you so stuck in malaise of struggles and adversity in your life that you will not even look up to see the possibilities? Might you be bogged down? See, Anna Jacob put it best, the wings of hope carry us. Soaring high above the driving winds of life. We might not have been given wings, but we were created and thus given the opportunity to soar. We call that the gift of life and the possibility of living this life like it matters. Because when you live your life like it matters, it does. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy. We must look up. For up, for forward, is where hope is. It is a future outcome. It is a belief that even if things are down today, they could be up tomorrow. So let us all lift our heads up. Unlike the bee, let's see what's up there. Let us take our circumstances, and no matter what they are, remember, we were born to fly, to soar, to be more today than... Than we were yesterday, more tomorrow than today. You're better than us, ladies and gentlemen. Don't be a buzzard or a bat or a bee. You're better than that. One thing I've learned is that God creates his creatures to function, to thrive in the environment that he's going to put them in. Think about that. Creatures were given what they need to function in their environment. And the reference to this is even in a good book. If you turn to the book of Isaiah, chapter 6, it talks about the year that King Uzziah died. And Uzziah had a, vi- I mean, Isaiah had a vision. He saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on the throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, or angels, each with six wings. With two wings, they covered their face. With two, they covered their feet. And with two, they flew. Think about that. Those angels were different than other angels because they were going to be placed in the presence of God. And so they had to have two to cover their eyes because God's Shekinah glory is too bright for anything to see. And they had two wings to cover their feet because it represents our our creaturehood, our connection to the earth. And then, of course, what good is an angel without wings to fly? We were given what we needed to do well in the environment that we were placed. Birds were going to be put in the air, so they were given wings and light skeletal systems. Fish would be in the water, so they were given scales and gills. We must remember, God is not surprised by where you're at. There has never been an emergency meeting of the Trinity. You have all the tools, all the gifts, all the resources, all the pain that you need to get with you where you want to go. You just have to remember who you are, what you're here to do, and the quality in which you do it. And if you choose to play big in life, Sometimes you're going to fall down. Don't let the fear of the fall stop you. Prepare for the fall by pre committing to, if you get knocked on your butt, then you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you hit it again. And if you get knocked down again, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off and you hit it again and again and again and again. We call that courage. Because a righteous man will stumble seven times and get back up, but the wicked will stumble into ruin. Life is an undulating line. It has peaks and valleys. We must remember what Robert Brault said so well. God sends the dawn that we might see the might have beens that still might be. You have been listening to Mr. Black, Master Trainer for Like It Matters. Please find us on Facebook by searching LIM Radio. Make sure to follow us, like our posts, and share with others. Also, search YouTube for Like It Matters. Be sure to like and subscribe to our channel. And for more information on how we can help you live life like it matters, go to likeitmatters.net where you can find more information on our transformational training, our life coaching, counseling, our radio show, and other ways we help you continue the journey of living life like it matters.